What are the thoughts? Setting boundaries is not a bad thing, but it might be your belief about boundaries, about maybe what it takes to be a good mom, right? If a good mom is always has a clean kitchen, maybe that definition needs to be reworked. What is the expectation and what are the thoughts and what are the beliefs that are leading you to feel a certain way. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Today, we're going to be talking about communicating your needs. And the reason I think this is important is because so many of us here in the Moms Without Capes community we struggle, right? We say we don't have time for ourselves. We don't have time for, um, to do like to practice self-care. We're struggling with overcommitments, with a crowded schedule, um, struggling with setting healthy boundaries. And so part of setting healthy boundaries is communicating to those around you what you need. We have no problem making sure everyone else has what they need. But when it comes to ourselves, which is one of the big things that we work on here in the Moms Without Capes group, right? One of the things is to help us hang up our cape. And that means that we need to identify what it is that we need and then learn how to communicate that so that we can get the help from others, right? Get the help from others, or at least have the have like our spouse, our kids all on board. So let's let's get started. So I'm just going to go ahead and talk about the three because today we're going to communicating your your needs without feeling guilt. I forget how I put it in the description of this of of this video or this podcast episode. No matter how like depending on how you're consuming this, but I wanted to really dive into that, like how to share with somebody what you need without feeling guilty about it, without feeling bad. And we'll get into that in a minute. So let's just start off with how do you communicate your needs? It's really just three or actually four, four steps. And the first one, of course, is to acknowledge what it is that you need. Identify what it is that you need, the solution, right? Oh, excuse me. Let me get a drink of water. So... When you, I didn't think of an example for this, but I should have. So say you 
have a, a sink full of dirty dishes, right? There's a sink full of dirty dishes in your kitchen and you are frustrated because, you know, you feel like you're doing dishes five times a day, loading the dishwasher. Our house, we do load the dishwasher twice a day, but you um, might be under that, that, that irrational thought, like it's just easier to do it myself, right? Because asking somebody, you might get some moans, some groans, you might have to ask a hundred times, right? Like all of these um, things that have happened in the past are feeding into your belief that it's just easier to do it yourself. So we want to identify what it is that you need and you need the dishes clear, right? You need those dishes clear. So that is, that is the solution to the problem. If the dishes were cleared, you would feel a lot better. Your house would be a lot cleaner. You, it would be one more thing that you can check off of your mental load, your mental checklist. And it would just overall like make the house a, a happier place. And so the solution would be the dishes, okay? Now, we want to be able to state this clearly, concisely, and directly. Taking the dishes out of the sink and piling them in the corner or piling them all over the counter so that your other family members can see that the dishes need to be done is not, is not the way to do this. That would be a passive-aggressive way. An, a passive way would be either to do it yourself or to hint around to it, right? Like hinting to your, your husband or your kids and not actually asking them. So you want to be able to come up with that solution, what needs to get done, and ask for it in a clear, concise, and direct manner. You can practice this. If this is something, you can write it out. You know, I love writing things out. So you can actually sit there and write it out. Like, how are you going to ask? How are you going to present this information, the solution to your family? You want to take a deep breath, avoid using big words, and directly state what you need or your request. That's it, right? It's, it's, I know it's much simpler said than done, which is why practice is so important. And you may want to start with a I feel statement. You know, I feel frustrated when the dishes are piled up in the sink. I need dot, dot, dot. I need you to do the dishes. That's it. You don't need to over explain. You don't need to dance around the solution or dance around the issue. You're going to state it clearly and directly. For the first 10 years of being a mom, I told myself that I did not have the time to go out with friends or to learn a new hobby. I told myself that my focus now had to be on my children and they were my responsibility and my responsibility alone. I would feel guilty if I did anything fun without my children and husband, and I'd feel resentful since my husband seemed to just come and go without any of the kids even noticing. I, on the other hand, would get bombarded by my kids if I said I was going for a walk alone, so I stopped trying. I stopped making dates with friends, and I stopped knowing who I was. I didn't know how to ask for help, and I felt weak and like I wasn't a good mom because I wanted it. I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. I became a control freak, really, 
trying to control everything and everyone. Because if things weren't in order, it reflected on me and my worthiness. I filled my plate. Boy, was I busy. I volunteered. I led groups. I got involved in everything. Looking back, I can see clearly that I was trying to prove my, my worth. But really, it was exhausting. And it led me to feeling like a failure because I just couldn't keep up. I fed myself all kinds of lies. I don't have time. I don't need that walk. I can do this alone. I thought that the world was going to fall apart if I did something I enjoyed. And I told myself this for so long, I actually stopped knowing what it was that I even enjoyed. Sad, I know. But can you relate? I felt trapped by my own excuses. But it wasn't until I started recognizing them for what they were that I was able to finally break free from them. I created a guide to help other moms break free from the lies and to start taking care of themselves. It took me 10 years. It definitely doesn't have to take you that long. I'll put the link to this guide in the show notes so that you can grab your copy and be on your way to breaking free from the guilt and start rediscovering who you are under that mom hat. If you feel guilty or angry or or afraid of saying something or sad or frustrated, or it feels awkward to you, that's okay. That's okay. When I say, you know, without the guilt, you may still feel guilty, but that's okay. Like acknowledge that and see what, what are the thoughts that are leading you to feel awkward or guilty or afraid or sad? What are the thoughts? Setting boundaries is not a bad thing. But it might be your belief about boundaries, about maybe what it takes to be a good mom, right? If a good mom is always has a clean kitchen, maybe that definition needs to be reworked. What is the expectation and what are the thoughts and what are the beliefs that are leading you to feel a certain way? It's because it's completely healthy to have boundaries. By having feelings about those boundaries, about setting those boundaries, it shows that you're emotionally aware and that you're concerned about the potential of hurting others. But you're not hurting your family by asking them to get on board with you. Other people have boundaries that you're expected to to respect, right? And you can have those boundaries as well. You're allowed to say no. You're allowed to ask. You're allowed to request. You're allowed to have expectations. Setting boundaries is a sign of a healthy relationship. So when you're able to communicate your needs, that's going to foster a healthier relationship rather than through the other forms of communicate. Like when you're able to communicate them in a healthy way, rather than in a passive way or passive aggressive or manipulative way. It's important to learn how to communicate them in a healthy way because that's going to foster a healthier relationship. If communicating your needs ruins the relationship, then your relationship was on the cusp of ending anyway. And we're talking about even with friends, right? With friends or extended family, with anyone really, even strangers. You need to be able to identify what you need and then learn how to communicate them effectively, communicate your needs. So now, how do you manage the discomfort? Those, Those negative feelings that arise 
when you are communicating your needs? Well, these are some coping skills, right? Some things that you can do instead to process through that discomfort. The first thing is to just sit with it, feel it, feel that discomfort. And again, you can think like, well, what are the thoughts that are, are creating these feelings for me? But you sit with that discomfort and it's okay. And know that you are okay for having those feelings. You can journal about it. Open up a notebook and write down, what are you feeling? And again, what are those thoughts that are fueling those feelings? And remind yourself that it's okay to feel your feelings. Hug someone. Get out and move your body. Getting out of your mind and grounding yourself in your body is a great way to move through that discomfort. Call a friend, right? Have that person, have that support system in place so that you know who you can call when you're feeling those discomfort, those uncomfortable feelings. Cry, right? Crying is so therapeutic. Now, if you're crying all day, every day, then you, you, you need help. <laughs> you need some help. Reach out. There's therapists. Around, there's ther I'm a therapist, but only if you're in Montana can, you, can I treat you. But if you um, are struggling with you know, depression or anxiety and you feel like that this is a reoccurring, um, like if you're seeing some patterns and you're seeing these symptoms come up again and again, then maybe you should talk to somebody. Watching something funny, right? Even scrolling through and watching like funny animal videos or funny kid videos or whatever you find humorous, like just put on a comedian. There's so much, there's so much um, value in laughter. Laughter really is the best medicine. And getting out of your mind and putting your attention into a funny, something funny can help you process, can help you move through that those uncomfortable emotions. Maybe taking a nap, right? When you're using so much energy, um, it could be exhausting and it can create real fatigue. So maybe just taking a nap, but when you wake up, you notice that you start feeling better. Or doing something creative, right? Singing, dancing, art, some music, right? Putting on something, your favorite songs can help you deal with that discomfort. So if you struggle with setting up healthy boundaries, whether it is identifying what it is you need, expressing what it is you need, like communicating your needs, I want, I want to talk to you. Schedule a call. I'm going to put the link in the comment section under here and in the show notes, momswithoutcapes.com backslash love yourself. Let's talk about it. I want to hear what's going on. And, and by getting on this call with me, you're going to get clear about what's stopping you from setting up healthier boundaries. Because as you learned today, having healthy boundaries by being able to communicate your needs effectively, it's going to really be a game changer in your relationships with your family. I promise that, right? There's so much fat, like there's so much scientific evidence that points to that that it really is a game changer. So go ahead and sign up a call for a call with me. It's a free, a free call. And just to get clear on what's stopping you from having healthier boundaries. So that's it for today. 
I want to thank you for joining me and I look forward to serving you. All right. I will see you in the group. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes. So send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.